what's great is that political rapping and socially conscious rapping is is made its way back into the fold mm-hmm. so it is uh definitely a great time to be alive where your artists are socially conscious that's for sure uh one of the more socially conscious ones is uh even though i don't listen to her is cardi b yeah she's good well, i mean I, you know I, what I she is turned into something truly special i don't listen at first to i didn't like her. i got stuff her yeah. songs are definitely more on the raunchy side, but her as an artist and as, as a celebrity, definitely very socially conscious. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, there's something to be said about that. And okay, guys, welcome to Trans Talk for Men. Uh, I'm Eric, and that's Chris, as always. What's up? Uh, so, uh, today, we're going to break down a few topics. We've got a couple uh, news stories for you, and... Uh, what I want to ask first is, uh, Chris, if your T girlfriend uh, wanted a threesome with another guy, the question is, would you be down for it? And what kind of dude would you be okay with? Should you say you're down for it? Uh, no, never would be down for it. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> no well, kind of guy. Period. No kind of guy. Okay, so nah. let's say. I'm good, mm, bro. Let's say that it wasn't a question. Let's say that it was like we're having a threesome. And there is going to be another guy. What, what, kind, what kind of guy would make it the least awful for you? All right. If if she was threatening me, it was like, look, either I take half your shit or we have this threesome. Well, I was thinking you snip know. your nuts off, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's something, too. I was like, but yeah, under, under duress and an absolute, like, manipulation and threat. Mm-hmm. For the guy, um, mm. I really don't have a preference on guys because I don't like guys. So I, I really don't. I, I really don't know. I guess the only kind, as long as he wasn't too loud and didn't talk too much, <laughs> you, I, I guess you, I'll be. That, that, I think those are the things that would piss me off. Or it's just I don't want to. I already don't want to do it. Uh-huh. So now I'm going to be further annoyed by this jackass playing himself up like some sort of super porn star and just like dude just shut the fuck up enjoy this shit let her do what she want to do and then get the fuck out like, <laughs> yes that's what i was just gonna say and then get the fuck out of my house so yeah. what you're so what you're telling me is the lights will definitely be off <sighs> <laughs> i guess so i don't um, know you know what <laughs> i would i would sooner just let her fuck this guy however she wants to uh-huh. without me being involved at all uh-huh. Because I'm going to just be sitting there with a fucking with flaccid a flop. dick. With a floppy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to work for me. I, it, 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 there's just no way it could. Yeah. I, okay. Well, yeah. No. It just couldn't. <laughs> no. Nah. So, so uh, I actually have to agree with you on this one. Um, <laughs> not into it. Not really my bag. Uh, not really my cup of tea. Don't really want to share and not only is it not that i'm not attracted to other guys uh but i think it's more of a thing of i'm not fucking sharing uh like rarely do i even share my food so what the fuck makes you think that i'm gonna share my booty um nothing and if she if she was like this has to be and i got to pick the guy uh I would go for the twinkiest, feminist-looking guy I could possibly find. <laughs> um, well, I mean, you don't have to fuck him. 
<laughs> no, no, I'm not saying I would. I'm just saying that might help keep my dick from being a floppy. Um, so uh, just uh, just get her just get her a brand new larger dildo or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like it just sounds ridiculous. But hey, some people are you know some people are uh, into that. Some people do want a threesome. Some people want a threesome with other guys, and that's cool. Um, you know, that's there's nothing. I mean, yeah, wanting nothing. it is fine. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that. In this yeah, no. in this scenario that we're cooking up here, we do not want it. That's true. <laughs> it's it like is... if you were forced to do it, what's the what's the easiest way to make it just pass by? Like, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why. <laughs> that's why for me, the easiest way to do it would be the most feminine guy I could possibly find. I'm mm-hmm. talking. I am talking a guy so feminine he is borderline trans himself. Um, mm-hmm. And I will at that point in time I would be like, fine. I will begrudgingly say fine. At least he smells okay. Um, it isn't gonna fucking stink up my bed um, or my couch or wherever it might take place. My dining table. Um, I don't want smelly. There's just no mass. way that it could be. In, 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 there's no way that you could be comfortable with it enough for her to have a good time still that's true that's true because if we're not if the whole point of a threesome is everybody's having fun together that's true and we would not be a willing fun party in this you might as well just go fuck each other and yeah yeah and i definitely don't drink enough for it to be fun (laughs) um so that's for sure that's a good point that i didn't think about so in other words the answer is no um so but hey fellas if you want to have a threesome and you are totally cool with having another guy in there more power to you oh and just not those dudes well that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say you guys (laughs) out there you go for it if that's your thing and if uh my girl is listening to this right now sorry baby the answer is no um hell no (laughs) (laughs) um and then uh something else i wanted to talk about real quick is uh before we get into some news stories um and jump into the main topic is uh uh i got a really fun phone call this morning um so i i woke up nice saturday morning and i looked over at my phone and well there's a call from my good friend and (laughs) oh no (laughs) and uh and I text that friend. I say, hey, did you call? Like, was that a mistake? Was that a butt dial? And he says, no, he, 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 definitely, he definitely called. And so he called again, and he picked up the phone. And, oh, man, it, it, was, it was so strange because he said, oh, you motherfucker. And I said, what? And he said, you ruined me. He said, I picked up this chick last night. And she dropped her drawers, and she started to mount me. And my dick just went completely soft because she had a pussy and not a dick. Hey, uh, Chris, I can't remember who 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 made that phone call this morning. Man, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, so guys out there, uh, Chris Chris it was called me. me this, yeah. yeah, Chris called me this morning uh, and told me about how he picked up some chick last night, um, <laughs> and unfortunately she had a vagina. And, well, here's uh, the thing: it went down last night. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you, you, woke tell, up, you tell it, Chris. You got the story. You know, morning wood happens, and I'm like, well, I mean, I got a means to take care of this laying right next to me. Let's go. So started things up, and I just, it just wasn't wasn't really there for it. So 
like we didn't I didn't finish me and it's just it just kind of petered out and then falling back to sleep and doing nothing yeah but it was just like when I'm I'm trying to get this factory started up and try and get my mind in the game I'm like okay well shit like now I gotta start thinking about hot shit to get me ready to go and it definitely wasn't her it was you know let me think of some T-girls I might have had sex with in the past or some T-girls from porn or whatever like I'm just trying to get myself ready ready to play, and I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't, and she wasn't really doing it, and I, I can't believe this is a thing that is possible, but her head game was way worse <laughs> than the uh, two uh, trans women that I uh, you know, saw for a little bit in the past year. Mm-hmm. I, thought, I, thought, I really thought it couldn't get worse than them two, and then... Lo and behold, it did. So, um, lo and behold, it did. Yeah, and I, I'm not gonna call her or anything. That was just a one night thing. Yeah, well, why would I, you? I barely. Even, I don't even remember bringing her back to my place. Well, why would you fucking call her anyway? She's got a nasty ass pussy. Well, it ain't, I don't know. I mean, look, I fucks. That's just what I do. No, I'm not blaming. That's you for that's that. all I do. I fuck. And that's what it is. But um, with this one, I just couldn't. This morning, I couldn't get into it. Because she needs a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to lie. That probably would have made made things... uh, uh, That definitely would have made it a lot easier for me to get into it. But, you know, hey, when you're attracted to somebody, it's all good. When you're kind of on the border, it's like, eh. But, um, yeah, just cut, man. (laughs) So, yeah, I had to call up Eric and just tell him he fucking ruined me because... He is all against vagina, and I'm like, okay, well, I still fuck it, so, and then the most recent one, it didn't go off like it should have, and I was just like, motherfucker. <laughs> so, uh, and I, and not gonna lie, I was, I was a complete dumbass, and I didn't wrap up, so, oh, here's hoping. Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed, for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, didn't yeah. Know, didn't know about that part, <laughs> but, uh, um... Yeah, I'm. I it, boy, it warmed my cold, dead heart to hear that that I have uh, <laughs> completely poisoned you. And um, I don't know. I love it. He's an so, evangelist of anal, everybody. Oh, I, so I am, he is. I am trying the, to bring me over to the to the light side of the force. I am the <laughs> preacher of the backside. So um, yeah, he's made me a convert. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so my brothers out there, please come unto the church of the back door. Um, there is oh, no. <laughs> there is always parking in the rear. Uh, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> All right, moving right along. Um, sad news to uh, to start off with, and then we'll get to a little bit of different news. But for those of you who might know. Um, Trans porn star Morena Black has unfortunately taken her own life. Um, you might have seen some of her videos. She was a groovy girl. Um, she has done some stuff. Uh, fairly pretty girl. Um, and she was pretty young from what I can tell. She couldn't have been more yeah. than like 34. Um, and of course, I don't know her actual age. Somebody out there, I'm sure, does. And I'm just saying she didn't look like she was much nah, older than that. Man. Yeah. Um, and it's really just sad to hear that um, that she took her own life, and that uh, a lot of these girls 
struggle with these sort of things and um, unfortunately end up hurting themselves or taking their own life in this case. Uh, she will be missed in the industry, and um, I just want to say to you guys out there, if you've got uh, a trans girlfriend, if you know someone who is trans, you know, be kind to them. Be supportive, be kind, help them. Um, because they th life is difficult for them in many ways. You know, we, we love trans girls here on Trans Talk for Men. That's that's clear, but we also don't want to blow over the fact that, you know, we see these girls as human and valuable and important in life, and we want them to be safe and healthy and happy. Um, so uh, may she rest in peace, mm -hmm. and that's all I can really say about that that topic right there. Chris, you got anything to add to that one? No. No, man. It's just really sad to see him go, like, in this, like, industry, you know, not the industry, but, uh, why, <laughs> this is gonna sound a little dirtbaggish, but, Do you it. know, watching porn, mm -hmm. and, like, being, growing accustomed to a lot of these adult film stars, and that kind of stuff, you know, a lot of, like, there's, there's, there's definitely a lot more transgender ones that end up just dead. Mm-hmm than like just regular cisgendered female porn stars like yeah a lot of these women i follow and i'm like oh yeah you know, i really like this chick she's great like i'm following her i may join her site once or twice and then all of a sudden things just drop off and you're like hey whatever happened and then you like jump in a forum and oh yeah she died yeah you know killed herself or she's in jail for this i don't whatever you know yeah. like there's just it's really sad to see a lot of these young ladies go because they are really, really stunning, and it, it really just it, it seems like such a waste. Yeah. To be honest, and I, I just I hate seeing it. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean. But that's I, something you definitely notice when you follow this particular genre of adult film. Yeah, and I I hate seeing it too. Um, and like I said, it's a sad thing. You know, it's a it's a societal pressures. It's a gender dysphoria it is a not feeling comfortable in your own skin sort of thing and mm -hmm. uh, you know to you guys out there that's why i say you know treat your girls treat your girls right um treat them well and um you treat them like human beings that's that's kind of that's kind of the point you know we we love we love here at trans talk for men we love trans porn we love trans women you know i love my trans girlfriend for sure but at no point in time do i view these people as things or without value um and it's just it's just sad. I don't know what was going through Marina Black's head. I've never spoken to her. I was not her friend. Uh, you just hear about these things, and you hear about them more. Like Chris said, you hear about them more often than you would like. Um, and I think as a society, we should be more receptive to people's difficulties in uh, every walk of life, whether they're a porn star or your neighbor or whatever the fuck. We should... Um, you know, we should help these people as best we can, I guess is what I'm trying to say. For sure. So, uh, Chris, you have some better news, so let's get over to that. Yeah, you know, hey, I just wanted to give a shout out, you know, uh, if you guys aren't aware of the politics in Brazil right now, you know, they elected their own version of Donald Trump, and, you know, he's just a fucking mess down there. He's That's Maduro, shit, isn't and it? I'm sorry. What isn't that Maduro? I can't. I can't remember his first name. I think that's Maduro. I think that's his Let's last see. name. No. Uh, um, no. 
Now, and see, this is another part of it. I really, really suck at pronouncing a lot of these, a lot of the names here. But uh, his name is just Jair. (laughs) Or Jair. Jair, Jair. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, why don't I know that? Hmm. Anyway. Bolsonaro. And, I mean, you know, he's a a really, anybody that knows anything about Hispanic culture, you know, uh, lighter, and, and just minorities, period, like, Light-skinned people get treated a lot better, and especially down there, he's, like, super privileged and just, uh, he's the worst. So, um, but in that sort of climate, uh, they've seen a record amount of, uh, uh, of Afro, Afro-Latin uh, candidates and transgender candidates in public office in Brazil. Um, and I just wanted to give a shout-out to, uh, well, Brazil's first black trans lawmaker <laughs> yeah so her name is erica and i'm gonna absolutely butcher this last name erica malone june guino guinho yeah guinho guinho i don't know i don't speak portuguese yeah me neither <laughs> but i mean hey look it's a huge step black trans you know definitely brings that afro latin vibe and you know she's I, i'm Look, I know she's been in office for a couple months. I just heard about it from a Huffington Post uh, article this past week. And, yeah, just proud of her. Just happy to see that kind of representation. So just definitely wanted to give a shout-out to our girl down there. I know she's straight fire right now, and, and they're facing some pretty some pretty uh, uh, dangerous conditions down there. So Absolutely. And, um, uh, yeah, you know, we want to say, for sure, what Chris said, you know, you go, girl. Um, and it's it's good that she's the triple threat, really. A woman, mm-hmm. a woman, a black, and trans. Um, you know, you got to get that diversity in there. You got to get those, those diverse people in Congress, the, those different voices into the lawmaking roles to really – to really make laws that are fair for everybody, so yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty cool news. That's pretty exciting news. Hopefully, hopefully that trend will make its way north. Um, yeah, I mean, I would love to see somebody in that space in the U.S. Congress. Like that would absolutely. be awesome. Absolutely, definitely um, awesome. And um, and hey, to who anybody, knows? We'll see. Next ten years. That's right. We got time. <laughs> It'll happen. Um, well, unless we catch fire, and you know. Unless uh, Trump gets us in trouble with North Korea and we end up throwing nukes at each other. Oh, what a dipshit! But we can't. We <laughs> Sorry, can't everybody. even. We Sorry, can't even with Trump talk. We can't even talk about that here, not because it's not interesting, but we don't even have the fucking time. Like that would take. Yeah, right. That would take all week on that one fucking topic. Um, <laughs> but I do want to say to anyone listening down in Brazil, uh, enjoy the Samba Festival, which I believe is going on now or is starting soon. I heard that the other day on the news as well. Um, so yeah, uh, so uh, let's talk about um, trans girls, marriage, family, raising kids together. Let's talk about what happens when you meet the right trans girl out there. What happens when you meet your girl? You go, holy shit, this girl is everything I want and more, and I want to spend the rest of my life with this girl. Uh, you have to ask yourself some really important questions. Do you marry this person? Um you know, if you're living somewhere around the world, uh, can you marry this person legally? Um, 
which is a question I can't really answer because I don't know all the laws of that one, but hopefully you can. So you, you ask, do I marry this person? Do we start a family together? How do we start a family together? What are the repercussions of this? You know, how will my family feel? How will her family feel? How will society at large feel? You know, how do we go about getting kids? Uh, that's what we're going to talk about here today on the main one. So we're going to start off right from the beginning and go... Uh, chronologically in what we would imagine would follow in order, which is uh, marriage. So you're, you're with your girl. Man. Yep. You propose. She <laughs> says yes. You're planning a wedding. Um, first question is, who takes whose name? Uh, and the reason I ask that is because, Chris, we were talking about a little earlier, you said something about some states are trying to force the law that uh, the woman has to take the man's name. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, um, I believe it was Kentucky that, uh, proposed this law and there was a poll where like pretty much half the electorate supported the law. Mm hmm. So it's male electorate. (laughs) Most likely it was all the fellas. So it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, and I may have the wrong state there, but, um, it, I mean, it's just something that's, it's different in 2019. People are getting married later. You know, you start your career. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last thing you want to do is to have to switch names. Now nobody knows your new name. That's true. You know, while I see a lot, what I see a lot of women doing is they take, they'll take their husband's last name, but professionally their name will stay the same. Right. They'll introduce themselves as their previous name. Yeah. But like legally on tax documents, paychecks, all that stuff. Uh, they have their husband's last name. Well, and then, you know, that also asks the question of, guys, um, would you take your girl's last name? Like, is that something you want to do? And, you know, actually, this just popped into my head. Um, and I, I kind of want to ask our listeners, if, if you guys prefer Dom T-Girls, do you take her last name? Does she take yours? Is that a Dom sub-role? I don't really know on on that one um it's just it's just something that popped into my head just just a minute ago so there's some food for thought right there (laughs) (laughs) i mean there there are guys out there that there are a few guys out there that do it but i don't understand it at all so Mm -hmm. i see i don't see it as a problem like if if my girl insisted that I take her last name, if she said, you know, I would really appreciate it if you had my last name, I think I would be fine with that. It doesn't bother me. Or you could guys could meet middle of the road and just go hyphenated last names, you know, take on both last names. Uh, I see that actually quite a lot. Um, as well, I'm like guys doing that or women doing that? Both. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't understand it. But, yeah. like, when you're getting married, you're making your own family... Like, this is a whole new thing. You're not a part of that family anymore, and the kids aren't a part. Like, the kids are, but their last name will be the dad's last name. You know, so... Will it? Yeah, typically, unless unless the dad isn't around or whatever. Like, if the child is unclaimed, you know, like, uh-huh. it's a baby-daddy situation, uh-huh. and the dad really isn't claiming that child, then... I've seen it where they where the baby gets the mom's last name. Huh, shows how much I know. I didn't know that was the. But thing. typically, you know, in a like, especially when uh, in a marriage, mm-hmm. children within wedlock 
mm-hmm. get the dad's last name. So everybody in the house last name is going to be Johnson. And Big you're going to be the only one without the last name Johnson? Okay. I mean, you can do that, but... Big Vaney Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's, you know... I, I don't know. I just don't... I don't... I'll, I'll say it like this. Like, I don't... I really don't see the problem with people, like, keeping their last name professionally, but then just actually changing it, mm-hmm. you know, on legal documents and stuff. Cause, I imagine that would make tax documents much easier. Yeah, but I just, I don't, like, I, I I worked in TV for a while, and, you know, the names that reporters and anchors use on air, that's their maiden name, and their actual last name, you know, is whatever else, and, I mean, you know, you see their, like, actual emails or correspondence or whatever else, and it's like, oh, that's right, your last name is this, it isn't this, mm-hmm. but it's like, to the public facing you know to the the brand public facing is always their maiden name mm-hmm. and you see that with like female lawyers and like all sorts of different and i just picked female lawyers out of the out of the air but just people with professional careers you know you don't yeah. want to change your name that's true so you do i see just that. you do see that a lot I'm, i don't see it and I, I really just don't understand dudes like taking it because i'm on that caveman mentality where this is now my clan this is my family like all right, you're coming over. You're moving over to Team Johnson. I'm just using Johnson as, yeah. but you know, you're moving over to Team Johnson now. Like this is all, but maybe that's just because I was just raised on some, you know, ridiculous religion that puts the man at the head of the household and as the leader and all that kind of shit. So yeah, the patriarch. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's I'm stuck in that mindset, and that's where I'm coming from. I just. I don't I don't get dudes giving up their last name. No, Unless the last name is just that bad and there are some bad ones out there. Yeah. I've heard of that, but Yeah. That is so rare. <laughs> uh what what did I hear? I can't see of course I'm not going to be able to remember the example now, but I did see uh this picture collage of a bunch of people with just fucking ridiculous last names. Mm-hmm. Um actually, you know what? I heard about one recently. Uh this is about last names, not so much about trans people, but uh a guy with the last name of Assman. Literally, truly, his legal last name is Assman. A-S-S-M-A-N. And he wants to get a vanity license plate of his last name. And the state says, you cannot do that. It is offensive. He said, it is my last name. He said, when <laughs> I report, he have to say, he has to say, I am Mr. Assman. And you are telling me that I can't get a vanity license plate? Hilarious. I have to say that if I had that last name... I would definitely have a Mrs. Ass Man. Um, <laughs> like, I wouldn't give up that name for nothing. Uh, <laughs> uh, but then again, I am an ass man. Not as my last name, I just mean in general, I am an ass man. Um, as I said, the church of the back door is always open in the rear. Um, <laughs> um, you know, uh, so that's interesting about the last names, and I don't really know why a marriage ceremony with a trans woman would be any different than a marriage ceremony with literally anybody else um i think it would be what you both decide on with the clothing that you both decide on with the family members with the ceremony with a priest or not a priest or whatever with the vows that you make however i do want to say that i have told my girl and she seems to think i'm kidding uh and i'm pretty certain i'm not uh, is that I'm going to get her a ring for her finger, 
But I'm also going to give her get her a ring, and this is not going to happen during the ceremony in front of my family, but I'm also going to get her a wedding ring for her cock. Um, and the reason I'm going to do that is because I'm a colossal pervert. Um, yep. <laughs> I, I certainly am. That's, that's our Eric. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and I expect her to wear both wedding rings on the regular. Um, and she's like, you're not going to do that. <laughs> And I think it's hilarious that she insists that I'm not going to do that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know me better than anybody else. I'm like, you know that I will absolutely do that. So um, there's an idea for you guys out there. Get your girl a cock ring, but like a good cock ring. Not, I'm not talking like the shitty... Wait, what? What is a good... Uh, okay, please explain the difference. Okay, I'm not talking about... I'm not talking about I'm going to go down to the porn store and buy her a rubber cock ring. I'm talking about I'm going to go to a jeweler and say, I need a ring oh of, my God. of this dimension. <laughs> and they're going to say, that is a big finger. And I'm going to say, eat a dick because I intend to. Um, oh, and geez. I'm going to get her an actual fucking ring. And uh, we are off the rails already, everybody. <laughs> this is... <laughs> the, the thoughts and opinions of Eric are his and his alone. That's true. They are they are mine and mine alone. Um, so yeah, there's an idea for you guys out there. Make your wedding a little extra special. Spend that little extra cash. Um, make sure that shit won't rust. That would be a bad thing. I, I can't um, see that being a good thing at all ever. <laughs> no, I think it's a great thing. The, the, okay, I don't. I don't even know. Don't She's even gonna know. be no. Mind you, I guess she, it would have to be real gold because it couldn't be like that fake stuff that. Turned your skin green or whatever. Oh no 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 no! It's gonna it's gonna be authentic. Um, although I'm not really much of a gold Man. guy, I'm kind of more like. Well, a- you know what? This this goes back to the conversation we were having um, before we even thought about this uh, mm-hmm. podcast. Is and this is kind of going back chronologically. Mm-hmm. But engagement rings. Mm-hmm. Like you were like, man, I want to give her like the ring she deserves and make her happy and all this other stuff and i'm like oh yeah you, we were talking man about she don't deserve shit but you yeah like you are the reward you know somebody who loves her and cherishes her and all like that ring ain't it don't mean shit i you know i i'm torn on that one because half of me says absolutely and the other half of me says i want to get her something that she can show off to everybody else and yeah. and, and be like You'd be like, you know, look, look here, bitches. Um, this is what I got, and that's so. That's where I'm actually torn with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also, I think we've talked about this before, Chris. I might have mentioned this before, um, but I'm really not a traditional ring kind of guy. I know, real big fucking shock out there that I'm not a traditional kind of guy. Um, so like, I'm trying to figure out like alternative metals and shit like that. Um, mm. But yeah, see, I, I'm I'm always racking my brain about that shit um trying to figure that one out for engagement rings uh so um what i want to say is, is taking chris's point as guys out there uh, you know get the ring that makes you feel good to her or feels good it makes you feel good like give it to her because chris is right she's accepting you she's not accepting the ring so if you can't if you can't afford the huge diamond um don't worry about it too much you know the huge diamond that isn't actually worth anything like yeah don't break the bank fellas it's yeah it's, for sure at the end of the day it's not worth it 
But I mean, mm-hmm. same goes for now we're fast forwarding mm-hmm. wedding ceremonies. Mm-hmm. Still not worth it. Don't break yeah. the bank if you don't. If it, like, if you can't afford it, don't. Mm-hmm. Like, you, there's no reason to start a wet or marriage off in debt. That's true. Or set yourself back. You know, I'm. I don't even know how much rings cost, but I'm just gonna say three thousand dollars. I say. I think it's something <laughs> dumb. Like. They say a ring should cost no less than what is it like six paychecks or something like that. Some some dumb. Uh, you know that's like that. that's like a lot of fucking no. money. Yeah, fuck that. Nope. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. So, but I mean, it is. This isn't a logical situation we're addressing because you know while we are speaking logic, women don't live in a world of logic. <laughs> So. Boy, we are going to get so much flack for that. And I just yep. want to say, Chris's opinions are Chris's opinions alone <laughs> and are not necessarily reflective you of the podcast. can't approach an illogical situation with logic, man. You always <laughs> lose. That's true. And, well, and on wrong. this ring conversation, when we try and, and take our theory into real, real world practice, it's all going to fall apart. Because oh, yeah. it's going to be like, well, okay, I guess you just, you really don't love me and you don't really care about me and all this other. Because I'm not spending six of my paychecks on a fucking ring. Yeah, well, Are you, you know retarded? How, you know how many and social I just said a really bad word I've there, but yes. That? Huh? How many social media posts I've seen of that, of like girls going, oh, he bought me this shitty little ring, and I told him no, and I told you him to go entitled fuck himself. piece of shit. Oh, I know. It, that, <laughs> that, stuff, that stuff burns me up to the fucking core. I actually, I saw one that really got me, which is... Um, and it could have been fake. You know, I could have fallen for something completely fake, but it's the concept mm-hmm. of it that irritates me more than anything. It was like some girl was like, oh, he gave me this ring and he, she posted a picture of this ring and it was an old ring and said, like, oh, oh this, right. is, this is like the family heirloom ring yeah. that's been passed down from generation to generation. And he, she said, it's so old and stupid or ugly or whatever. And she said, I told him no. And I kept the ring or something like that. Oh, um, no, you can't do that. And I'm like. I'm like God. I hope this is fucking fake, um, because Shit. because that is just like horrendous. Um, According to Judge Judy, you can't do that. You can't keep it. <laughs> well, if, if you said no, if Judge Judy says no, then then that's hey, that's that's fucking fact. She's been on TV a couple decades now. You can't can't argue with that. Nope, she's got the pressing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, nah. <laughs> so let's move on a little bit. Yeah. Um, so you marry your girl. You marry your trans girl. Um, Ooh, what about? Um, and I'm sorry, just no. Go roll back just a little bit to the wedding ceremony. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, you know what? Nah, because guys get stuck with girls they don't like all the time at weddings. But I was just thinking about okay. Well, what if all of her girls are trans girls, and then all of your guys, none of them are attracted to trans women. You know. Then why are you friends with them? Because. That's You're friends end. with all sorts of people, and most, yeah. No, <laughs> I have a lot of friends, and no, yes, most of them are not attracted to trans women, which is, I mean, whatever. More for you me. You know what? That, no, that's a, that's a but, good uh, point. That's a good thing. I've never like, thought about. They got to spend the whole day with them. Uh-huh. Got to take pictures. Got to cozy up. Take pictures. Got to do uh-huh. couple pictures. Uh-huh. Group pictures. Uh-huh. Uh You got the rehearsal. Uh, you're all pretty much hanging out all day, uh-huh. whether you're driving to the destination for the. Well, if you drive to the destination for the. Yeah. And I, then you got the dance and all that. I mean, maybe the guys already have their own girls, and then like the dances. But I mean, come on, weddings, people hook up. Well. <laughs> and they're all single. Like, 
I, I, I just, that is, I never thought about that before, but it's like, man, I've been paired up with some chicks I did not like. Oh, well, yeah, I, I never thought about that either. Um, so I have two thoughts about that. One, okay. if all of her, if all of her bridesmaids are trans as well, uh-huh. um, I hope that all of your friends are cool. Uh, and that's, that's to me, that's to you, that's to all you guys out there. I hope that all yeah. your friends are cool. Um, yeah. and they're going to just be, you're just going to be cool and they're going to be gentlemen's about it. Um, and then the thing that True. I would do is I would instruct her, my girl, to tell all her bridesmaids to untuck, to make all of my groomsmen. Oh, shut up. <laughs> God damn it. God damn um, it. Yeah. So no, I, w- I mean, really, uh. The only thing I could say is just make sure your guys are cool. And if that is going to be the case, I think it would be appropriate to give your groomsmen a heads up. And, I mean, if they're standing for you, they already respect it. I think it is kind of respect, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah, fair a, enough. So it is a, not really an issue then. My yeah. bad. Well, that, it, well, I mean, no, I get it. I never thought about it. It totally makes sense. You know, maybe don't enjoy, uh, maybe don't have your best man be like the heaviest drinker of the group and when he's a drinker he, he kind of gets weird like that might not be a good idea bro i'm um, from wisconsin everybody's a heavy drinker that's true i, I have heard <laughs> i've heard about that um <laughs> we are alcoholics yes well, so the rest of the world we're alcoholics to us we're just normal yeah i know right it's just it's like what it's a tuesday um <laughs> the rest of the world's like yeah it's a fucking tuesday uh um but yeah, so um, Chris, you brought up a, an interesting point where we were discussing show topics, which is so after the marriage happens, you are married. Um, what does your family think about all of this? Like, in the sense that is this is this marriage to a trans person going to affect further family events? And this is based on the assumption that they know that she is trans. Um, I don't think that uh i don't think that you have to tell anybody that your girl is trans i think that is up to her to do that and not to say that you can't tell them but if she says i'm comfortable with them knowing that i'm trans then you can tell them if she does not give you that permission i say stay away from that they don't need to know what is in her pants um but let's assume that they do know you are marrying a trans woman uh would that you know is that going to affect uh, going to your, you know, conservative Christian uncle's barbecue in the summer or something like that. Do you, mm-hmm. you know, will it will it change their views on inviting you and your new wife over? Will they see it as an unholy matrimony, as many people do? And I think that's a real concern for a lot of people. Um, I think um, I think a lot of people are afraid of that. There's still a lot of stigma around that. Um, so I don't, I, I don't know, Chris, I want to hear your thoughts about this one. Um, well, I mean, I've got a very Christian family on both sides. So, you know, my God, Jesus, all that stuff. That's, that is a way of life for everybody. So, I mean, you know, what I was thinking about originally was, you know, just the family reunions, you know, are right, you coming out to the family reunion? Is this going to be the talk of the day? Mm-hmm. You know, is this going to be the weird thing that everybody's like, con- there, there's a million conversations going on, mm-hmm. and now everybody's talking about you and your wife. Mm-hmm. And I guess that doesn't 100% affect you, but, you know, like family for me is huge, but like family reunions, like, I mean, we're all on the same team at this point. 
I would hate to have to feel like defensive, you know? Yeah. I feel like I'm being attacked by my own family. Yeah. Like I just I don't I would never want to be made to feel uncomfortable and then for my wife to feel uncomfortable around my family at, you know, where that's supposed to be a safe haven for you, you know? For sure. Um, so I just I, I think about that kind of stuff. I think about just little family gatherings like, hey, such and such is in town. Let's all get together and, and eat or let's all get together for Christmas or, you know, the a lot of the smaller non-large events. Mm-hmm. You know, I could definitely not with my family particularly. Like, I think they would tell me. But then, I mean, look, I've, I've had uncles where the family did not approve or get along with the wife. Mm-hmm. And it was always just him showing up. Yeah. And he would come by himself. Yeah. I just saw my uncle's wife for the first time. I want to say it's like the first time in like 12 years. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. Because her, her and and my family don't get along. Yeah. So it's just like, I would hate for that to be the situation, man. Yeah, so. well, that, would, that would be a hard, that would be a hard situation. Um, I think if I was thrust into that situation, and luckily I'm not. My family is very liberal. You are very fortunate in that aspect, sir. Uh, Please. I am. Yes. Um, my my family is is very liberal. Uh, well, most of them are actually. I do have a transphobic uncle. Um, he does not know anything about my current girl, and we don't ever intend on telling him. He is <laughs> he is great to her. He likes her a lot, but he does not know, and we don't intend on letting him know. Um, but you're also lucky enough to have a girl that can pass if she wants to. She passes all the time. Yeah. Um, so but, it's just like, yeah. that, that is also part of the luck, because your yeah. first girlfriend probably couldn't do it so easily. <laughs> Yeah. Well, from what I've seen, like I don't know, they shoot they shoot shit at different angles, but she seems like a taller person. Oh, she's definitely tall. She was definitely so um, like just being taller and like having the uh, 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 what do you call it? I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> uh, 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 she, she, I mean, she's got some pretty big shoulders too. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, there's definitely so, there's definitely an aspect of that of. Is there gonna be any suspicion raised? So, but for you know, yeah. for me, we don't we don't tell that uncle. But you know, mm-hmm. my family's cool. But if I was in your situation with your family, you know, family is important to me too. Mm-hmm. But that's my wife, and yeah. if they were gonna be shitty about it, about to my wife, I think I would tell my family. Uh, then we're not coming, both of us. Mm-hmm. You don't get to see me anymore until you pull your head out of your ass. I would absolutely be completely defensive and i would not put my wife in that situation i would not say you need to come to this and just buck up or anything like that or i i just i would i wouldn't do it um i think that would be unfair and unkind and um you know i have an obligation to be protective as the husband um and I would absolutely be protective, and I would absolutely strike out against my family. Uh, my family will always be my family, regardless of, you know, whether we see each other or not, whether they say, we've disowned you. I don't care. We're still blood. I'm still coming to you when I need a kidney. Um, <laughs> and I would, uh, yeah, I, if, if my family was that way, I would lay down the law with them, and I would say, look. I say this is how this is how this is gonna go, mm-hmm. and uh, either you stop being dickheads, or we'll see you when you stop being dickheads. Um, hey man, you know what? Um, really, 
what heals a lot of wounds in that situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm really just taking the example off of uh, interracial marriage. Mm-hmm. It's kids. Is what? Kids. Oh, kids, yeah. Yeah, and once they have, like, let's say you and your girl, you know, y'all had a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, shit. The parents come around real fucking quick. Oh, well, parents want to see their grandkids for sure, which... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, that well, okay, so that, that brings up a whole other scenario. Mm-hmm. What do you do with your new wife and kids? Uh, unfortunately, as we all know, trans girls cannot bear children. Uh... So so what's the what do you what do we do? What's the what's the path? The path the only two things that I can think of are you either find a surrogate mm-hmm. um or you adopt. So let's start with finding a surrogate. Uh whose genes do you use? Does she still have viable genes? Um and what I mean is does she still produce sperm or does she did she have sperm saved because I think that shit saves up for like 7 years or something like that before it before it goes bad. Um but if she's taking hormones, guys out there who are thinking about getting into trans, you know, dating trans women and stuff like that, uh, if she's taking hormones, it will, um, it will stop her sperm. Uh, she will not produce sperm anymore. Um, so either she's saved some, or let's say she's not taking hormones and she can still produce sperm. So if you're going to have a surrogate, is it going to be her genes is it going to be your genes or i've actually heard that they've successfully spliced um two people's genes with a third uh so they have a surrogate mom and they've spliced two male genes to be with that and uh what what do you think you would do would you chris would you insist on it being your genes would you be fine with yep. it being her genes i would insist on it being mine mm-hmm. but that's just because i'm very adamant on having having a child like if i were to get with a transgender woman mm-hmm. like i would be very open like look having children is important to me mm-hmm. but then having them be my blood is also important to me mm-hmm. so and to be honest <laughs> you know if i got with uh, uh let's just say it was that first girl that your girl has set me up with like yep. A full Asian baby, they'd be like, oh, well, that ain't your kid. So <laughs> we don't give a damn. Like, <laughs> I'm, just, yeah. I'm just being real. Uh-huh. Like, they, so I'm, I'm just saying I want my own, my own blood and all that stuff. Now, if we want to do a second one and, you know, this time it could be yours, fine. Mm-hmm. I can let that go. But You're saying at you least the one. first round, I, I got to have it be mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but I don't, but then again, I also don't want to... And that's another big part of it is finding an egg donor mm-hmm. because, I mean, I don't want to mix with just anybody. I don't know who they are, what their family history are, what kind of person they are, any of that yeah, kind of stuff. So it's just like that's a trick and it's expensive getting too. yeah, getting the egg together and all that stuff. But I mean, as far as a carrier, like my sister already agreed to she that she already told me she would she would carry for me. Well, that's nice of her. I so, I mean, my sister would do it for me, and I don't think she would charge me that much, if at all. Mm-hmm. I think it's just covering all of her medical bills. For sure. Um, but yeah, I would. I mean, I, I definitely want to have kids, but yeah, it would have to be my have to be my shit. Yeah, and uh, and for me, like like many things in this realm, I have a I have a mixed feelings. I have 
partly the same feelings uh, as yours, Chris, and partly other feelings. And um, so, I mean, yeah, no matter part- whose it is, that's still her. Like your wife will still be that child's mother. Oh, for you know, sure, sure. There's there's no question. There's no question about that. And so so my girl can't actually produce sperm anymore, and she doesn't have any saved up. Um, so there, there is no chance. Uh, her mm. genes are gone, so it will be my genes if mm-hmm. we if we go the surrogate route. And see, the thing is, is I do want a kid, and I do want someone to have my genes. And now, luckily for me, she's told me that she wants a kid with my genes too. But I, I feel like she would want a kid with her genes as well. It's sad that she can't do that, but it, it begs the question for me. How would I feel about that if she said, I only want one kid and I would like it to be my genes? And, you know, I think in the end, I think I would be fine with it. I think I would say, absolutely, it's still going to be my kid regardless. I'm still going to see this as my kid. Um, but there is that there is that real biological evolutionary pull for me to say, I want my genes in my kid, so mm-hmm. uh, really, the only advice I can give for that one out there for you guys is talk to your girls. Make sure you really talk and you really work this out, and you work it out from a place of understanding and caring, and be real about it. Don't be aggressive or mean about it. Don't be like, "No, fuck you. I'm not having your kids. I'm you're having my kids. I'm the man," kind of thing. But but really lay out that you know this is important to me. It feels important to to have to have a child with my genetics in there um unless your genes are absolute shit then don't roll the dice just take hers um so uh because there are some people out there unless your genes are absolute shit well there are some people out there where you look at them and you can even talk to them and you say how did and they say i don't know you're like they're like they're like i don't they're like I don't get it. Um, they're like I'm fucked sideways. Um, so, uh, but it, so it is really just like idiocracy, where that some pretty much the worst of us multiply the most. Oh, I know. God, that movie. <laughs> you know what terrifies me about that movie? Real quick side note is how true it's becoming. Yeah, um, right. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, this movie is like a prophecy and it's terrifying um <laughs> so um so i'm glad i'm not in cryo sleep is what i'm saying mm. i'm glad that i will die before it gets that bad um but uh so then it, it begs the question of let's say you can't find an egg donor let's say you can't find a surrogate let's say you can't find someone to carry it um or let's say you just can't afford it because it can be ungodly Let's talk about adoption. Mm. What what do we do for adoption? Would we be okay with adoption? Are we cool with adoption? Do we adopt kids who are in the foster system? Do we adopt newborn babies? Because I hear there are lines up around the fucking block for newborn babies. But there's a bunch of perfectly fine kids in the foster care system that need homes. Um, so what do, you, what do you think about that, Chris? Um, I think foster care to adoption is uh can be a little rough mm-hmm. and that's only because um my grandmother has been taking in foster children since my mom was a child okay and uh her last so I many she's been she's had different foster kids in and out of her house 
you know, my entire childhood. And, um, you know, she went through the process of adopting the last two that she had. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you got to fight the family because the family has to completely give up their rights. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes they don't want to. And, you know, they you may have the foster kid and then they go hang out with their blood relatives on the weekends. And, like, there's just a... Uh, I mean, it, it isn't as simple as, okay, this isn't, it's not as simple as a rent-to-own yeah. situation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, there's, there's just so much that goes into that that I wouldn't want to go that route just because there's no guarantee that you will be able to adopt this child that you want. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, newborns or whatever else. Like, we had a heartbreaking situation where uh, we had this, we had this baby, she was, like, crack addicted or something like Like, she was Ooh. super small, like, her mom was a piece of shit that's and um you know her mom fought for her parental rights and all that stuff and Mm -hmm. eventually you know we we had this baby and i mean she was in a really 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 fragile when we first got her Mm -hmm. but we had her all the way through to age two Mm -hmm. so we had this baby a year uh, almost like a year in like eight or ten eight or nine months Mm-hmm. And um, then we had to let her go, Ooh. and that was just absolutely heartbreaking, man. Like yeah. everybody in the family was just crying, crying, and crying. We had to finally say goodbye. She took this. She went and took that girl to um, the Dominican Republic. I don't even know where that girl is today. Like, I would love to be able to track her down, but I'm just saying, like. There is heartbreak out there when you fall in love with a kid and then you can't keep them or, you know, like you have to let them go back to a situation, you know, isn't better than what you're offering. Mm-hmm. So um, foster route, I wouldn't really, I mean, straight up adoption. Yeah. But I, I would be one of those people waiting in line for a newborn. Yeah. To be honest. But I mean. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd be one of them people waiting in line for a, a newborn. But then, you know, it also goes back to what I was talking about earlier. What are you taking on? You know, are you taking on somebody with a family history of asthma or a, a, a dyslexia? Or, you, I mean, you just never know what you're you're signing up for. Because a lot of the stuff that you know, kids, the conditions that kids are born with, it mm. takes time to develop sometimes. Yeah, that's true. I, I just, yeah, so I'm, I'm not a, I would do it if, last option of adoption. That'd be my last option, but I would, I would really, really vigorously pursue surrogacy of some, some, some sort. And if it just had to be me fucking turkey bastering just some chick just to get a baby, then fine. <laughs> like, I would explore all sorts of different options before I went to adoption, to be honest. Yeah. Um, no, I hear you. Uh, and once again, it's just, it's, I, I don't know. We've, we've talked about it. Me and my girl have talked about it. We've talked about adoption. We've talked about uh, looking into this. You know, do we want to do a foster care to adoption situation? Do we want to try that? And that's interesting. Uh, I didn't know that story about your grandmother. Um, and that's, you know, that's an interesting look at it do we want to do you know a small baby adoption um and then it begs the question of do you want to do an adoption of a kid who is a different race than you 
Um, mm-hmm. So I'm white, she's Asian. Do we want to adopt a little black kid or something like that? Um, you know, would that be viable? And it's not that we would. It's a question of of do we want this kid to be aware that they're adopted? Do we want the world to be aware that this kid is adopted, or is it we want them more to be like, nope, this is my this is my family, and people go, yeah, okay, I could see that mm-hmm. um, sort of deal. Um, you know, it's 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 interesting because I have a cousin who was adopted, and uh, I didn't know she was adopted for a long time, and uh, you know, eventually she was told she was adopted, uh, and she went out to find her blood relatives. And I, I can't imagine how difficult that is uh, for an adoptive parent for a kid to be like, "I want to go find my birth mother," because I, I think at that point in time, I'd be like, "Fuck you!" I'm like, "This is your mother." You know, the person who gave you up, who was not able to take care of you, is not anybody but a gene donor. Um, I I don't know. Adoption is hard, man. It's it's a wonderful, good thing. And any of you guys out there who are going to go the adoption route, good on you. Because there's a lot of kids that need it, and they need good parents. But, man, it's it's a tough decision. It is not... It is not... I feel like it's not as easy as it should be. Um, I feel like I wish it was just like, oh, yeah, no problem. Um, See, I don't really have any wisdom on adoption because I'm still stuck in... And me and my girl talk about this. We talk about, do we want to adopt? Do we want to go the surrogate route? We're not rich. um, But it's, you know, it's that gene thing. So it's it's difficult. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a a difficult situation. Um, Well, I think a lot of adopted kids, they go and find their blood relatives or whatever. Like, they're really just trying to search for a piece of... Trying to find out who they are. No, I, I mean, I get their identity. That. I get that. So I speak. just, I feel, I feel like I would be offended. Um, uh, you know, I, I feel like I would just feel fragile if, if my kid, if the person that I raised, that I fed, that I took care of, that I clothed, that I bathed, that, mm-hmm. you know, I wiped their ass when they were sick. It was like, I'm going to go find somebody else. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> I'm like, I get it. I get that. Do you want to go see your blood? I'm like, I, mm-hmm. I, I totally get that. But at the same time, it's like, it's like, could you twist the knife a little more? Um, I mean, it really helps them understand who they are. Yeah. And as you, a person. You, you have, you definitely have more insight on that. Having foster kids in your, in your family than I do. Yeah. Um, like I said, I only know of my cousin that's adopted. Um, I had a similar situation. My, I had a cousin that was, a uh, my, my uncle, married a woman with a baby mm-hmm. and but he in his bitchitude mm-hmm. uh made it so that she would only know him as mm-hmm. the father okay but eventually they told her mm-hmm. about her biological father mm-hmm. and you know she went and started exploring and now she's got this whole other family only mm-hmm. thing i hate about it is she pretty much deserted our family and she's all in on this on her biological family. Yeah, see, that's that's what Which I think is would be kind of shitty. Think would, that's what I think would be hard is if you turned your back on your parents. Um, yeah, because well, most people don't do that. Oh you yeah, know what? I've seen situations where actually there's a, there was a news story where a woman kidnapped a baby mm-hmm. and raised her as her own, mm-hmm. and obviously this was found out. Mom's arrested in mm-hmm. jail. And then the birth mother, you know, tried to 
you know, gin up some sort of relationship with her biological child. And the child is not very receptive. Yeah. So she's not really, like, she she has a very strained relationship with her biological mother. And she prefers the mother that kidnapped her. She, she prefers the mother that raised her, yeah, so to I, speak. That could be a case of Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Um, so that, that there could but be. But, I mean, you get that when you raise the child from, you know, birth. Yeah. yeah. That's the only mom you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so, uh, the other question is, so we have kids now. You and your trans wife, guys out there, you and your trans wife, you have kids. Uh, mm-hmm. You have kids either via surrogate, adoption, foster care, to adoption. Doesn't matter. You got kids. Do you tell your kids about their mom? Mm. Do you tell your kids that your mom, their mom was not always as she appears now that there's a reason you don't see any baby pictures of 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 mom around the house there's a there's a reason that maybe uncle joey doesn't want to hang out around mom um do you tell your kids about mom or do you just not say anything at all and um go about it as if though it's a regular everyday sort of they don't need to know and i'll actually go first on this one and my thinking is is that i think i would want to tell my kids about their mom and the reason i want to do that is because i I would want my kids to be raised as er, they want i want i want them to be taught acceptance and that love takes on many forms and that um you know people aren't uh freaks or things or whatever because they're going to hear shit in school um Mm -hmm. and i would want to nip that right in the bud and say this is the case with your mom and she is your mom and you will refer to her as mom and she loves you very much and you know she is a woman and all of that stuff um and strangely enough my girl feels a little differently. She actually feels different than I do, where she says she doesn't know that she wants to tell our kids. Now, of course, the decision in the end is hers. Guys out there, the decision in the end is always your girl's as to whether or not she tells anybody that she is trans or not. Um, that is not your call. Uh, but it's, it's a weird thing that I would think that she would feel the other way around than than I do. But I'm actually more for telling your kids uh, about their mom. And the reason, like I said, the reason is is you want I, I want to build a sense of openness, a sense of understanding with my children. And children are very malleable at a very young age, and they, you know, they pick up on a lot of things. And you, I, I would want to set my kids down the right path. Well, I mean, hey, man, kids aren't stupid, so That's they true. gonna figure out. They're gonna they're gonna start looking around and and they're gonna see their friends' moms and they're gonna see their moms like, okay, well, why is this not the same? Mm-hmm. Like they they're gonna figure whether you tell them or not, they're gonna find out. You think whether it's whether they find out from themselves, whether it's the kids at school making jokes, or whether they hear something from another adult about it, like it's gonna come out. You can't hide that forever, mm-hmm. like. If that's is what it is. I think it's just approach it with a sense of normalcy and be like, you know, uh, in the sense where 
you know, kids having two dads is, is normal. Yes. You know, where it's just like, look, like, this is your mom. I mean, and, and, and kids see their kids see the parents in the wor- in worse condition than anybody else will see them. Because mm-hmm. at home, you don't got no makeup on. You're not mm-hmm. wearing anything nice. Mm-hmm. You don't have yourself together. Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, I didn't see my mom shaving her chin. Like, <laughs> you going to see that stuff. And I it's just that- like... I know that's not funny, right. but it just—that's <laughs> that's the kind of stuff you don't see that nobody else would ever see. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yep. So uh, eventually, they're gonna be able to tell that okay, well, mom isn't like everybody else. Now there are some, definitely some women out there that, ooh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just gotta say it. There are some beastly women out there, and. You know, the, that got kids, and I'm sure the kids aren't thinking, well, maybe my mom's a man. Like, <laughs> you know, they're not thinking like that. But so I, I guess you could really get away with it if you really wanted to. But, mm-hmm. man, just tell them the truth. And just right. If you set the story straight from the beginning, like you were saying, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, I, I think I think you could still, you know, raise this kid in a, a with a sense of normalcy. Yeah. Where he doesn't think, okay, well, my situation is different, and I'm the weirdo, and I'm the freak, and, Mm. like, none of that. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I got a mom and a dad, and, you know, my mom transitioned at a whatever age. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure that'll, and to be honest, I really, that that could be, I mean, that's something that could be normal in 20 years. That that very well could be, and you are I mean, there'll be, I mean, where there was one gay couple in every community I mm-hmm. think you'll you'll get to a point where there's one transgender couple at every school, mm-hmm. yep. and it isn't even the kids that are like. Because right now it's like, oh, there's one transgender child at every school. I think there'll there start to be parent couples, mm-hmm. you know, parents at the school. I think you're that right. Are transgender. So I mean, I just do it with a sense of normalcy. Don't hide it from kids. Cause kids aren't dumb, and if the kids ain't gonna get it, somebody else gonna get it and tell the kid about it. Yep. And they're gonna feel hurt, deceived, and all that stuff. I mean. Is you're pretty much protecting yourself if when you don't want to tell them right away. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it is a it is a little selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's, but I mean that's what right. you were saying. Like it's always your girl's choice. I mean, in the ideal world, yeah, it's always the woman's choice if she wants to disclose her her status or anything like that. But bro, people are going to talk. No. It's going to come out one you way or another. Can't stop people from talking. No. <laughs> can't stop him I mean him. obviously you don't run around chirping, hey my girlfriend's transgender my wife is like mm. obviously you don't do that but I mean to just sit there and hide it like it's a secret that can be kept yeah kind of unrealistic I believe no I, I think I think that's a, I think that's a really good point I think you really wrapped I think you really clinched onto that um, I think you uh, said it way better than me so yeah, um, sure, hey man, you're the one that's gonna be living it soon, soon enough. <laughs> sooner, sooner rather than later, for sure. Yeah. And, well, you know what? And you know, even even as we talk to you guys out there um, on this, you know, uh, I feel like I'm working through a lot of my a lot of my experiences. Just you know, talking to you guys out there, talking to you, Chris, here, you know, just being out loud with these thoughts. It's it's really, you know, it, it can be really helpful. It can be something that can be reflected on and stuff like that. So you're absolutely right, you know. I'm coming down the pike for this sort of thing mm-hmm. within within a couple of years here. Um so you know, this is going to be a reality in my life. Um 
So yeah, it's you know it's always interesting to talk about, but I think I think you nailed it right on the head, buddy. So. Yep. And uh, you know, I mean, really, with that, I don't have anything else to add. And uh, you know, we're about we, out. Um, we're about out of time anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we're getting towards the end of the yeah. end of the time here. Um, yeah. I would say, yeah, that's. I mean, look, any guy who is just a regular dude like us, like me and Eric, we're just yep. regular guys out here. We're just trying to live life. Yeah. Find somebody to be happy with forever. That's for sure. And, you know, marriage is definitely something that is poss- is most likely going to happen. Yep. I mean, for a lot of for a lot of people out there, and a lot of guys, you know, want that. And a lot of transgender women out there want love and happiness, you know, yep. and a partner for life. So, yep. I mean, it's something that it it's, this is always something that you got to think about if this is the path that you want to go down. So, I mean, definitely think about these issues and get at us and... If you guys have any other like points or sides of this conversation, like by all means, hit us up on Twitter and yeah, for sure. Um, hit us up on Twitter at Trans Talk for Men uh, Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, Trans Talk for Men at Gmail Send us in your emails. Yep. Um, we'll try to get a Facebook page up. We don't have one rolling just yet, but uh, absolutely, we'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on this on this topic. You know, is this does this speak to you? Does this speak to your experience, your life, maybe what you want for the future? Uh, we'd love to know. We'd love to know your thoughts on every point that we raised. Um, we and if any transgendered women actually stumbled onto this and is still somehow listening to us <laughs> at this point, <laughs> I think I think the cock I think they would have dropped out around the cock ring. That's uh, yeah. I think they're gone then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, by all means, ladies, send us in your thoughts. Let us know what's what's cracking, and, and you know. Tell us how we're doing. For you know, sure. Tell us if, if, if there's something you guys would like to hear about from us, show topics, whatever, by all means, pitch them to us. Yep. We're always we're always open. We're always listening. Mm-hmm. Um, we're always reading that kind of stuff. So, uh, hey, great conversation, Chris, and great talking to you guys out there. And until next time, it's been Trans Talk for Men. See you guys.